Are we doing this? Really? Wait for it. Are we doing this? Wait for it. Pow! What the fuck? WTF. And it's also, eh, what the fuck? What's wrong with me? It's time for WTF. What the fuck? With Mark Marin. All right, let's do this. How are you, what the fuckers? What the fuck, buddies? What the fucking ears? What the fuck, Nicks? What the fuck, Sticks? What the fuckstables? What the fucking... Oh, good enough. How are you? Mark Marin here. This is my show. This is WTF. Welcome to it. Happy you're here. Great show today. Funny guy. I'd be honest with you, man. I love doing this show, but I love it even more if I just kind of sit and whether who I'm talking to knows it or not, I'm just kind of waiting to laugh. Well, uh, this guy who's on the show today, Nate Bargetzi, I think I got it right. I've been pronouncing it uh, a few different ways. Nate Bargetzi. Did I say Nick Bargetzi? Nate Bargetzi uh, is a, a guy I met a long time ago, but I, I don't know if I registered it. But then I met him again uh, last year in Michigan at a comedy festival. And I fucking watched every set he did because I laughed every time. And when you become old and jaded and you've been doing comedy a long time, that's a rare commodity. The dude you can sit and watch and literally laugh Every time, even if you know the jokes, you're just sort of waiting. I, and look, comedy is completely subjective. And uh, it's just, you know, my thing. He just makes me laugh. And I was thrilled that he's going to be on the show. Nate Bargetzi. He's got a new album coming out on September 18th, which is only a week or so away. So we'll get to talking to Nate in a few. Maybe I should get some business out of the way real quick. I will be in Ferndale, Michigan at the Magic Bag Theater on September 29th. Uh, so if you're in that area, I think it's pretty close to Detroit. Uh, come see me. I'm doing two shows there. I think it's magicbag.com, themagicbag.com, something like that. And then on the 22nd, I will be here at the uh, Riot LA, the Alternative Comedy Festival. I think that's uh, riotla.com. I, you know, I don't know. Do some research. Doing a live WTF and some storytelling show at that. You know, I don't chime in much on the political activities of the world because I choose to not waste my imagination on uh, the lies and events of desperate morons who are presenting themselves as righteous individuals. But look, you know who you're going to vote for. You know already. If you don't know already, I got to say, there might be something wrong with your brain. Why are you going to vote who you're going to vote for? I don't know. Maybe you'll think they're a good guy. Maybe you think it'll, uh, you know, you could hang out with that person. Maybe you believe they're bullshit. All I know is that it seems to me that a good part of the country, many people are angry and frightened. That's a bad combination. Now, what do you do with anger and fear? There's only a couple ways you can go. Either you're going to hate or you're going to hope. That's it. Either you're going to hate or you're going to hope that things get better or you're going to hate because it makes you feel better in that moment. Now, relieving hate always 99% comes at the expense of other people's pain or feelings or something else, maybe even yourselves. But to actually step into the the realm of, of hope, and I'm not saying that in any jargony way because I am me and I am not necessarily a guy with faith or any spiritual rudder or foundation. I'm not tethered. But uh, but hope requires something weird. It, it, it requires a suspension of anger and fear. 
It requires that you you move through with patience and that you somehow transcend for as long as possible the heartbreak of disappointment, which there is much of in life. Getting beaten down by bad luck, age, or events, that is the definition of life. What you do with that beating is really on you. Either you're going to get frightened and angry and hate, or you're going to get frightened and angry and cry and let it the fuck go and realize that heartbreak is what gives you your humility, people. So how do you want the country to be? Do you want it to be surrounded? Do you want to be surrounded by angry, frightened people full of hate, looking for relief at the expense of others, usually people who are less fortunate or different than they are? Do you want to be surrounded by angry, frightened people that are willing to suspend their hate and understand the heartbreak of disappointment and realize that that is life and maybe shit takes time, it's on you. And also, eh, you know, if you're expecting uh, you know, moral fiber and uh, decency in your politician, I don't know necessarily that that's, uh, that's out there. There might be a little bit of integrity to some of them, but usually they're just uh, you know, jerking your chain to, to get what they need to hold on to the reins to do what they got to do. And sometimes they do it for the people and sometimes they do it for their puppet masters. And the ones that seem to do it the best are, you know, doing exactly what the puppet masters want them to do, uh, but make the people believe they're doing it for them. And that is a hell of a puppet show. But, you know, sometimes, you know, they throw the people a bone and some ideas take fruition and things work out one way or the other. Generally speaking, in the big picture, they pretty much work out. Now, obviously, those of you who are okay, hey, I'm okay. How's things going with you? I'm all right. You're not frightened and full of hate? No, I'm okay. The people that are okay are probably going to remain okay. The people that are way more than okay will do everything they can to stay way more than okay. And the people that are not okay are usually the people with the less, the least voice. You know, try to vote your hearts. And by all means, uh, vote, even if your heart's not into it. Vote on tone. Vote on who you think will make you feel better and make a... America feel good for you. Now look, Nate Bargetzi, uh, this is a this is a funny conversation, so enjoy. Brace yourselves. Be careful if you're running, yeah, you know, not to crack up and hurt yourself. All right. Uh, he t- he talks with a uh, a slight Southern drawl. So the in this episode, the uh, the South is is kind of rising again a little bit. So let's go now to Nate Bargetzi. Did you grow up with working people? Yeah, in Tennessee. I mean, everybody, just normal working people. Well, who doesn't work? <laughs> I don't know. Like, it's I, like... I, I've been doing comedy since, you know, I, I never had... I worked in a restaurant after college and during college. And then after that, it was comedy. So I have no point of reference for, like, a real job. I can't do anything. Yeah. I mean... They, I can't do anything either. But I, I worked at a restaurant. I did... Uh, I worked at uh, Applebee's. Uh, big fan. <laughs> Still, that's where I met my wife. <laughs> no, it is. Yeah, we worked at Applebee's together. Where? In Nashville. Really? Yeah, I worked there. 
and I was like 21. And then, uh, but then I've also done a lot of delivery, yeah. a lot of moving stuff. I'm really good at driving. Yeah. I would go back to driving a truck is what I would. <laughs> I'm still waiting for that. Like when this comes, like this is probably, I would imagine this, I worry about uh, where I'm going to peak. Yeah. Like uh, when you tweeted, I thought that was like, that could be the peak. When I, I tweeted your name? I was like, that could be it. <laughs> I could I could all go down from here. Like, so anything ever that good happens, I imagine it's probably it. <laughs> and so then, now that I'm here, I was like, then that's just definitely it. <laughs> so like, your your WTF episode, this is, from here on out, we, you, I don't, I mean, I'll things be, are yeah. going to go badly. You're going to, no. you're going to go back to Tennessee. I'll, I'll deliver you uh, <laughs> a washer and dryer. And you're uh, like, did your voice sound familiar? <laughs> like, oh, well, Nate. maybe. Yeah. yeah, I remember. Yeah. Let's do another episode about driving. About <laughs> driving, I'll go. I'll be, uh, you know, hoping to get on dirty jobs. <laughs> so, Nate Bargazzi, is that how you say it? Uh, Bargazzi. Bargazzi. Probably supposed to be Bargazzi. I've for, I've fucked up your name two or three different ways, but I'm I'm putting it out in the world. There's a Nick Bargazzi that is nailing it right now. <laughs> I know. I fucked that up. We're on the Nerdist. God yeah. damn it. No, I, it doesn't matter. That's I've been called Nick uh, a few times. Yeah, I uh, yeah I brought you up on the Nerdist. I just uh, you know when I saw you in uh, Grand Rapids, I hadn't seen you. I don't think I ever, I don't have a I don't have a recollection. I don't know if you would have. I I mean I watched you, but I was like working the door and like no, but helping I rem- run the show. I remember you because yeah. like when you brought it up that you used to run that room with Dustin. Yeah. Like I remember you two guys just standing there <laughs> with that <laughs> a fucked up room. Yeah. With the curtain, yeah. wasn't it a weird? It was a weird shape. It was upstairs. It's, uh, upstairs. Right, but it like it didn't feel like a full so room. A, well, it's like a box. And then it's cut off like they supposedly have like the little green room, right? But it's not a green room. And yeah. then it's just a room. And then we would have to, you'd have to run and introduce the show. Well, I remember you vaguely from that, but then when I saw you in Grand Rapids, I was like, "Holy shit, that's funny!" And I just kept watching you because I'm like, "It maybe it's just a fluke. Maybe maybe he's not going to be funny if I watch him again." But it was so rare that you know I get to watch people out out in the world doing stand up other than yeah. if they're not opening for me or if it's not here where I've seen people a million times yeah. it was so good to be up there and see all those dudes there's nothing better than watching guys doing 7 minutes for 10 grand yeah just it just <laughs> well you know what that was the best uh contest I've been in cuz everybody like was everybody's everybody's like credit was like a presents or mm-hmm. so everybody was like legit so there was not a complete I don't know it's like you know it's like everybody's so good Right. So, and then Chad Danos, who won, I just figured he was going to win. It felt that way. He's like, he's really good. Yeah, he's good. And he's good. been doing it for a while. So, yeah. he's like, you're just like, well, he, this dude's going to win. I'd watch him go up. That's the only way he was going to lose if he lost it on the crowd. And it seemed like he, he kind of wanted to. I he, like, that's yeah. what I like about him. Like, there was moments where he's like, he's going to throw this one. He's oh, just, yeah. He's just going to fuck it. That's all you could hope for. <laughs> yeah. Is that he's going to just snap yeah. on these people and they're going to go, we want you to win, but you can't, like, hit people and stuff. <laughs> like, that's a thing. That's like, part. <laughs> did you feel he might do that, though? I don't. I mean, I, you know, if someone said Chad Anos murdered a guy on stage last night, I wouldn't be like, oh, you know. <laughs> It wouldn't be like uh, what, like you know, yeah, you'd be, be like, like eh, well, I mean, all right. <laughs> it's like, possible. I kind of saw that in him. Yeah, it's a, it was, you know, <laughs> it went farther than maybe I thought, but I didn't. Uh, not, <laughs> was it funny? Was it funny yeah. though when he was going? He was probably. I bet he went back up afterwards and kept going. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And people dealt with it. So all right, so Applebee's. Well, I mean, I mean, I listen to part of your act. I'm. I think I got a a, a fascination with people that live in the South. I want them to. Uh, to to set me straight on it, 
Right. And uh, and and make me uh, appreciate it as a a place where a lot of different kind of people live, and not just the kind of people that are stereotypically southern. Yeah, we're like the rest of the country. You are, except New York and L.A. They're the only ones that are different. Oh, really? I think so. So we're the assholes. I mean, sort of. Like y'all, <laughs> like uh, New York always baffles me because they're like they are like so small on America. Yeah. And they're just like, this is how it is, and this is how y'all are. And I'm like, in your own state, their people are not like that. Like, yeah. they're your own, like, they're... Yeah, you're uh, only 30 miles away from hill people. Yeah. Like, I mean, very close. Yeah. And uh, my people yeah. that I can go talk to, like, <laughs> and get out. Uh, Let's go to upstate in the town of seven. Yeah. And, and, and they get it. Yeah. They get me. They, I can go to a Walmart and walk around and breathe and feel good about myself. And not feel like a stranger. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Did you grow up uh, what like what was your family like? Were they Uh they were terrific. Uh they're my parents are from Louisville, Kentucky. They've been together since like they 7th grade. Oh, really? Yeah. So you had a uh, good upbringing? Yep. It wasn't it was like alcoholic and racist no, 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 no. and abusive. My no. Uh racist is that do people say that? Racist? It, oh, that seemed like they just threw that in there. <laughs> they felt like a weird like an alcoholic and abusive and like racist. <laughs> Like there wasn't, there's was like eight black people in the South at the time. Uh, but uh, no, it was like normal, like, mm-hmm. you know, like a normal upbringing. Mm-hmm. I had no, that's the thing with comedy that always makes it scary. That's why I don't think I'm going to make it because I don't have like something weird. Hmm. Like everybody that makes it, don't they have like some weird, like that comes out like their father, I don't something think so. weird to them? No, I, I, uh, I don't think that's a qualification. I, I don't know that my father did anything tangibly weird uh, to me other than, you know, be, you know, bipolar and a little bit neglecting like that's not that weird but yeah. then again i'm working out of my garage so maybe may, yeah maybe the yeah. big stars <laughs> maybe you should go back and ask your yeah. dad to do something weird did to you. you do anything weird to me that i can know about yeah and if he says no you say would you because yeah. i really want to make it and show i business. need a chance i need this to go good <laughs> it's on you dad it's, it's the all, least you can do yeah. to me pretend like i'm young and pretty or something i don't know help me out you have siblings I have a brother and a sister, a younger brother and a younger sister. What's that guy do? He's a missionary. Really? Yep. Did you grow up with religion? Yep. Southern Hmm. Baptist. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Are are you, how does that going? Uh, It's good. I mean, I'm a Christian. Like, I'm not the best, I'm not smart about it. I'm not very smart. But like, what do you mean Southern Baptist? Like snake handling? No, 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 no. no. It's normal. See, that's where everybody thinks (laughs) that it's going to be, that's like weird stuff that like we, that would be weird for, if I went in and saw snakes at a church and I even like snakes yeah. I would be like that's this is a bit much you know like I wouldn't be just cool with like just you know <laughs> yeah they're just holding it and like it's that's you know I watch all the snake wrangling shows too you do and yeah. but none of those are religious uh, uh no no they're not do it was a like normal like uh do you know what I'm talking about though yeah yeah what is it, that uh we went to church on Sunday, Wednesday. Uh, I was in a youth group. I was. Uh, Who am I thinking of? Pentecostals? Who does the snake thing? No, I think it might be Baptists, like some sort of like Baptist. I think it's a lot in Texas. Mm. Uh, I think they have more snakes. Probably yep. need a lot of snakes. You know, what's the angle of that? What What, what are they? Why do you have they, any idea what the I don't snakes know. mean? Or, so you, I don't think it's that big of a thing. Okay. I, right. I mean, I don't know if it is. Are you thinking I'm being like New Yorky by thinking that's what Southern Baptists do? Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, I don't know, but I think a lot of people probably think that because they see that. I don't. Even, they, I don't even know where I got that. Because I mean, I've seen it. So you just, it's just like uh, that's what, you just hear Baptist, you see that picture, and then you're like, that's probably all the of South. them. 
And uh, <laughs> that's, uh, what that, that's what that represents. That's every one of them. And then you just assume. But he's a missionary. Where does he go? Uh, Uganda. No shit. He, he was, uh, he's got, he's married as three uh, daughters. And he wants to, uh, he works at a school here. They teach a lot of missionaries. And they're going to, uh, his plan is to move to Uganda. How's that and, sound to you? You're going to be visiting? Uh, I guess, you know, I mean, we, yeah, we, I would love to see the nieces and see him. Uh, but we, we're not like, you know, my parents aren't, you know, no one's happy, like, you don't want to just move to Uganda. It's like some weird government. See, I could judge them, but like, I don't know. That's where the government just kills people every day. That's, I, I have no idea. No, no we don't the know the same way about, about the snakes. Isn't Idi Amin yeah. still in charge there? No. I don't even. I think he's dead. Yeah. Yeah. But that's what we're left with. Yeah. Some crazy, you know, uh, tribal dictator. Yeah. So you grew up with the Jesus. Yeah. I mean, that's good. Yeah, he's a good dude, you know. New Jesus, yeah, yeah, and 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 uh, and your sister, what she do? Uh, she works uh, at a vet. Wow, missionary so, and a, and a, a lover and carer yeah, of animals. My dad always says it. Just, uh, he's a family of people that will never make money because it's a comedian and <laughs> missionary. Did, what did he do? A vet. Uh, he was a teacher, but he's a magician, and oh, yeah. uh, so like I grew up with that. Like, Is I that guess real? That, yeah, he's uh pretty good actually. He's Close up a, magician. Uh, he doesn't do uh, tanks. No close up. Yeah. yeah, he uh, he started as a clown. Yeah, it was Yo Yo the clown. That's for real. That's what that's for real. Uh, when I was like five, he would uh, come and he would he went to my school once, <laughs> and I said it was like I wanted like I remember being I was five and he comes to my school and like does this uh, show for everybody, yeah. and so I wanted to sit on the stage behind, yeah. and, like behind him because it was like my dad so yeah. was trying to be like yeah, yeah they know what's my... going on, and so. He had this old trick, uh, and it was like it had two. It was like a piece of wood, yeah. and it had two doors that you would open, right. and there was a dog in it. And you would see the dog. He would shut the door. The dog would go across to the other door, and you could see it cross. Right. And when it would cross, he would open that door, and then the dog would not be in that door. So it's a very like kid trick, right? Uh, but the trick is that there's two dogs, right? So that's how. It, and I just yell that out to <laughs> all the kids. He just goes across, and I'm just behind him, like, "Well, Dad, there's two dogs." <laughs> Like, I don't realize that, like, you probably shouldn't give that trick away. <laughs> so what happened? What did he do in that moment? Uh, I don't know. I mean, it's five-year-olds. I don't know if any of us you didn't pay even for probably that? knew what was going on. <laughs> yeah, like, He didn't get home and go, don't yeah. you know the rules? Most of them walked out. Most of them walked out <laughs> at that point. And, uh, <laughs> they, go, they were furious about <laughs> What kind of magician scam. is it? They go uh, to yeah. the principal's office. Yeah. I had to change schools. Uh, <laughs> you know, it wasn't good. So he, he was a, and he was going. We that was we lived at Treveca Nazarene College, Nazarene College at that time. What we lived that? on campus. It's like Nazarene. why were you living on campus? Because I don't. Uh, he was going to school. He went to school late. For what? Uh, I don't know. He was just going to college. Really. Yeah, he time? went. To, he just went late. He started. He had a much rougher upbringing. Like that's how. Like he. Uh, he came from like a family of eight because it was they were Catholic in Louisville and like everybody just had. I have both my both sides of my family are eight uh, right. kids or seven. So he grew up Catholic. So he grew up Catholic and uh, he what he wasn't really into uh, religion and then he or church or anything and he like grew up and he had like a pretty upbringing. He had a, he got bit by a pit bull when he was three, and my my grandmother. It actually sounds my grandmother. Uh, is a bowler. She's in the Hall of Fame a of bowler. bowling. Yeah, she bowled like the most uh, two ninety nine games without hitting three hundred, and but so he was going really good. So she's in the Hall of Fame for almost 
for but I mean it's pretty high. Yeah, that's very high. Yeah, yeah. No, I just bowled the one forty six. Yeah. I was thrilled. Oh yeah, yeah. I never. That was yeah. the highest I ever bowled. That's good. So she was okay. So her she his, was good. Grandma, so, is she, yeah, you knew her. Yeah, no, she's still alive. Oh really? She still bowl? Uh, she. I don't think so. No, yeah. I mean that. That's the thing. Kind of ended that because he had a plastic surgery. And stuff. I mean, this was like in the you know fifties. Forgetting his face ripped open yep. by a dog. Like they had, like they had to take it from his butt. Uh huh. Like uh, just yeah. the skin. Like, and so I think they kind of held that against him. Who? My dad. Like yeah. even when he was three. I mean, your parents. His parents held it against yeah. him for getting bit by a dog at three and, and yeah. causing that much. What it cost too much money or something? Yeah, it just kind of ended there. Yeah, like I mean, they had to go. I don't know how it worked, but like you have to quit your bowling dream. Like you know, I mean, your bowling dream is probably not gonna. It's already probably not going well, even if you're the best bowler ever. Yeah, there's like two bowlers that yeah. can make it. Yeah, yeah. It's so a tough life. It's a struggle. So so know? so your your father at three killed your grandmother's bowling dreams by getting <laughs> bit in the face by a dog. Yeah. yeah. And he's had to live with that. Well, I th- yeah, when they, when they grew up, they just had so many, like, uh, I don't know, it's so many kids, like, I remember they tell me the story, they had one Christmas, like, he woke up and uh, they had presents for everybody except him. Mm. And then uh, I think his grandmother went and got him, like, a wallet at, like, 7-Eleven. <laughs> at the last minute? Yeah. Cause a she wallet was... to not hold money that they don't even buy. The, like, I don't know how he's going <laughs> to so... My dad started working full-time at 5 Uh <laughs> No, he started, then he, he started like doing magic at like, uh, I think like 12 or 13. Really? Started like messing around. So he's been, I mean, he's been like legit real doing it for 40 years. And he still does years. it? Still does it. He's uh, ranked in the top 150, like greatest sleight of hand magicians in the world. Uh, he was voted one of the top 30 funniest magicians. So you grew up in show business. I did, but I didn't know, you know, it's, I never got it until now, now that I'm doing it. I didn't the realize life he was living. I didn't know where he was going. Like I didn't know what gigs he was doing. Like he, he would go to clubs. He went to Zanies in Nashville. Like uh, you know, he was in the boom. Yeah. Like uh, what was so his name? Stephen Bargetzi. And he's still he's still at it. Still does uh magic. Yep. What does he do? Corporate gigs and stuff. Does a lot of corporate gigs. Uh, goes. He did Vegas. Filled in for uh Mac King. Yeah. Uh, once at at uh for in Vegas, which that was uh, a cool. I wrote for the video game awards in '07, so and that was in Vegas. So I was there, and then my dad's first time playing in Vegas. So we were there at the exact same time. So I got to go to the show. How was it? It was great. Yeah, he's awesome. Yeah, he's unbelievable, and he's very funny. And like, if you ever like, I mean, you know, one day you meet, I'll sh- I can show you sleight of hand, but it's it's ridiculous. I know one guy, uh, Andrew Goldenhurst, who's a sleight of hand guy. Yeah. And he does, uh, he can make butterflies happen. Oh, and yeah. uh, there's a couple other things. But I know there's a whole world of that that I don't know because I like, when I, when I, when I see magic, I'm always excited by it. Yeah. But I don't go, I got to see some magic. No, yeah. You I know? never liked, I mean, I've, that's the thing growing up with it too is like I never wanted to do it. Like, Did he uh, practice tricks on you? Yeah, yeah. I would see him not work. Yeah. Like just when I was like little, like just <laughs> tricks, just not, and he would just run them, you know, just run his tricks on you. Like you're like, if I run jokes on a friend, like <laughs> not there yet, just randomly. Yeah. yeah. Just you're sitting there watching TV and then you just see a quarter and then it's like, and then the quarter's gone. <laughs> just, it disappears. And then you just look at it and you just go back to TV. Like it's not even impressive. Stuff's disappearing in my house. I'm not even kind of blown away by it. <laughs> Like, <laughs> you see your dad just sitting there, he just does just something, gone. and you're like, all right, 
My mom was gone for three months. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> he did like he went extreme. Uh, <laughs> did some, he ever do that stuff? Did you ever walk out of the garage and like, what are you building? Nah. Well, because he, ne- he never did the big stuff, right? So he would never. But I mean, there's just stuff everywhere. He has. Uh, I remember one time that I, I was like in their bedroom, like watching TV or something. They weren't home, and they have. Uh, I don't know if I'm getting this. It's not really giving a trick away, but they have like. The, the coins sometimes they have like a false coin yeah. so you can like put it on top of it I think yeah. that's common knowledge you can see right. that so I didn't know that so there, I saw like five coins and then I like grabbed them I was playing with them and I put them down and the false one went on it yeah. so I just so I thought I lost because we had like half a dollars we just had like silver dollars and half a dollars just all over the house like with some like we won some treasure <laughs> and uh I I remember like I, I the most sick I've ever been to my stomach was looking for that coin <laughs> I was like just for an hour and a half, just under everything. I had I, I was like I don't know where like where could it go, and it took like an hour until I finally it, I realized that it was just there. It was just disappeared. So I just we had uncut dollar bills because he would do tricks with dollar bills. So he'd have to go to the bank and get just a sheet of. You can get those. Yeah, and he would get a sheet and like. Can you, you just ask for them? I mean, just, yeah, yeah, you probably got to give them, you know, whatever, $20. But we would just have stuff like that. It's just around the house. What, what did you use that for? Uh, just other tricks, like cutting the dollar bills or like whatever, you know. Right. I don't just. <laughs> so did it get annoying after? No, you just get used to it. It's not like anything that's not, it's not weird. Magic. It's never not been weird. It's been there my whole life. <laughs> so I've never, it's never, I've never walked. You know, if your dad's like a construction worker, you just yeah. got. Or whatever, like is something works from home. It's not crazy that yeah. stuff is all over. It it is to everybody else because it's insane. Did you have friends who are like, "This is cool"? They loved it. They yeah. I let him. He came to one birthday party, and I stopped it because he everybody like wanted to go to him, and I've just seen it all. So I was like, "It was your I thought birthday it was party. Cool. It was my birthday." So I thought it'd be cool, but then everybody, no one wants to hang with me because like I would be like, "Let's just go swing for a little bit," and they're like. <laughs> There's a magic shit. Like, they don't even, like, like, they're like, why? What's wrong with you? The greatest thing in the world is going on over here. Like, why would we go swing right now? I'm like, I don't know. Like, why would we not? This is my dad. What yeah. You it's like, I'm just giving away his tricks. Like, this ain't the real quarter. Yeah. Are you happy You're now? I'm just off. shooting people's dreams down. Like, yeah. Do you think that was real? It's not you real. You don't even know the half of it. You don't even know. So anytime you see magic, you're kind of like, eh, okay. I'm not impressed. We, uh, <laughs> I have to, and I have to fake it, like, cause right. you know, cause magicians just will come up on you and just go into a trick. They don't ask if you want it or not. Like that's their, they just, they just walk up and do it. So we do every year. We do a, I do a golf charity, like it's a celebrity golf charity event, with Michael Finney, who it was a guy that started out here. Uh, he's hilarious. He's one. And he's a magician. He was at. He has like his name on the wall at the Comedy Magic Club. Sure, like been around for a while, and so he puts it all together. So it's a lot of magicians and then comics, and then the real celebrities that people know are yeah. like Ozzy Smith, like a baseball player, like right. all the football guys. So we go and do that, but we're all sitting at a table. It's me, like Michael Finney, my dad. It's like all these magicians that are like, you know, they're all like the top magicians in the world. And uh, this guy just comes over and starts doing like card tricks to our whole table. 
and like no one's into it. Like he can't even go to me because it's like my dad's a magician. So it's not even like I like if I had a friend, yeah, or like if my wife was there, I could be like, you could go to her. Like she hasn't seen it like as much. Like she's not jaded by it. Like, but he just sat there and did this trick in front of all these magicians. These everybody knows how it's done, and no one. And he didn't know, and he just didn't know. He's just doing it. Like, huh? Is this going? Y'all like this? Just pick a car. He's telling my dad to pick. Like, and it's just sitting there. Like everybody's like. Just does it to be because everybody's real nice and they're like, "Oh, that's great! Like that's unreal, unbelievable, buddy. You should do this for a living." That's too fucking funny to me. Oh god, it was great. And what'd your mom do? Just she worked at magic? Uh, yeah, she worked at a she worked at a bank. Hmm. Uh, most of her that's probably how he got life. the sheets. I mean, you know, someone on the inside. Yeah, you need somebody on the inside. Yeah. I never heard that you can just get sheets. And I kind of just want to have a sheet of bills. You could have a sheet of bills. Just to look at them. Yeah, I, don't, I guess you can still do it. I, I think don't know. he still does it. I have no idea. So does he uh, Does he come up with, because I know this guy, this magician I know, he got a couple of tricks and then he sold one to David Copperfield. Yeah. And now he's sort of sad about it because he wants it back. You know, yeah, he needed the money, and now he's like, "I owe my trick back." Does your dad ever do right tricks for other people? Or? He uh, he has his own tricks. Yeah, he oh, sells he some tricks, and they it's the magic world's like very uh, they're re- like, realistically there's like seven famous magicians, right? So ever ever like yeah. I mean, so there's outside of that, it's just a no one. So they're very, guys with coins and cards. Yeah, just a yeah. bunch of dudes just doing tricks for each other. Like, yeah, and they just do it. They, like, they're all into themselves. Like, they right. have magic conventions. Yeah. So they all go. Like, it's almost kind of cool. Like, it would be kind of, I always thought, like, with comedy, it would be fun. Like, I guess it's kind of like when we do festivals. Like, yeah. it's fun to be like, oh, hey, we yeah. don't ever see each other. Yeah, but we're not walking up to each other going, ah. We have audiences there. Right. I don't think they have audiences. No, like, they just walk up to each just other. Just walk, yeah. And do things. Just whatever. Just keep someone's wallet for a couple days. <laughs> and then... <laughs> Give it back, just slide it under his door, uh, like the third day later, and be like, "That was good. I had no idea." But did you? So, well, your sense of, in retrospect, your sense of show business. Did, did you notice just from your life that maybe your dad was going through some rough times or not getting gigs or you know that kind of thing? <laughs> uh, I don't remember. Like he worked. He always yeah. had because uh, he could have moved to Vegas very young like a while ago and but he didn't want to raise us there right so he decided to stay in nashville so he was a teacher so he would teach and then he would do like his magic stuff he's always inner like he's always done his magic like within like you right know, like he was a everybody loved him as right. a teacher right so he would always like do it and then do like the gigs and stuff on the side it was all like corporate stuff you know and then uh now he works for uh TWA, which is like the rules committee for all Tennessee high school sports. So he does stuff with them. And then he also goes to the schools and like does uh, like magic or, and then does a talk about not doing drugs and like all that stuff and like mixes does it Does he in. make drugs go away? Uh, so, you know, it just makes it out of your life just disappear. <laughs> like if you have to deal, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's uh, so, okay. So then, so you grew up with that. And when did you decide you were going to do uh, this thing? Uh, I didn't decide till I, I was working. I was reading water meters. What is that? Like you go, you know, you did see oh. how much water you have. You do that? How much you've used. So I you did had, it. When, I would drive before, a truck. To the water meter? To each, like everybody's. So you're the guy that would sneak up on houses? No, we would just read them to, uh. Just, I know my guy like, comes. I never in. know when he's going to come. Yeah, I mean, And all well, of a sudden I see a dude standing outside with a yeah, machine. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. You're that guy. Yeah. And then you're like, what the dude. fuck? Oh, uh, so that, the meter guy. Yeah, that's the meter dude. We're just out there. And that was before or after Applebee's? That was after. I went through, because after Applebee's, I went through a, a nice drug phase. Okay, so you wait, so you, you, went, you finished high school. Yes, finished high school, went to Christian high school. Yeah. And then uh, I tried to go to college. Like that, the joke about college is for, I went to a community college for one year. I don't have a credit. And uh, I took all the remedial. And then I went to a Western Kentucky for a semester and then f- uh, fell out of that. And then I actually did, uh, I think of throwing stuff in that's going to be weird, but this is weird. Uh, there's a drunk driving simulator. It was like a car that would drive drunk. Like, so it would like, you would, we would take it to school. It was a neon and, uh, you would, you know, it would drive normal around like a little course we built. And then the second time we would add in like how much alcohol you would have. And then like when you go to turn, it wouldn't turn, then it would turn and it wouldn't like it was a delayed. So it was, you, you were sitting in the seat of a car thinking you were driving, but it was being driven by a drunk ghost. Yes. No, no, they would like high school kids would drive it around right. a course. No, I get it, but it yeah. would not do what you wanted. It, it wouldn't to do, do what you want to do because it was supposed to show. It's showing like your delay. Like if you're drunk, when you want to turn, yeah, your brain's not going to turn when you want to turn. It's like a delay, you know. Oh, you're okay. Drunk, so okay. Well, uh, I never even heard of time. that. So what does this have to do with you? I did. I toured around with it for six months. <laughs> you got paid for that? Yeah, I made good money. Uh, I had like seven grand saved just completely because i we would go i went on the road and we would just go to high schools all up the east coast and we would just drive in a truck and we would tow uh, we'd have a trailer with the neon car we'd go to high school to high school and then just set it up in the parking lot and, and say kids, get in yep drive it like and make a little like mini track and yeah. then have kids come and drive around do you feel that it was effective for the kids, yeah. I, don't know. I mean, they would all like, you know, they're like, Mug, drive better drunk, like all that, like, you know, enough yeah, that yeah. you're like, I don't care, dude, like, just, <laughs> just go. Get in the car. <laughs> then I start getting into it. I'm like, well, actually you can't. All right. I, your response is, to, I'm not, I wasn't even old enough to drink yet. I was yeah. 20. Like, yeah. Well, you know what, buddy? You can't. All right. You don't even get it. You don't even get what's going on. Guy one year younger than me. <laughs> like, <laughs> I've lived it. I've, you don't even, dude. I understand this car. So, so I did you, that. All right, for, and then then you got the job at Applebee's. And then I came back, and started. Uh, I just lived with my. I moved back in with some buddies. Yeah. We had an apartment. I had like seven grand saved up. The day I arrived back, my friends say they want to drive to Florida for some reason, and I was like, I don't want to go. I've just been on the road, you know, for six months. And then they go, we're going. So they just took my car to Florida. And then I stayed, and I didn't work for like a few. Uh, I didn't work for a few months. Then that's when I got like into drugs, like because he had seven grand saved. Yeah, I had seven grand, and like it was just like, and then I just started partying. I turned twenty one. What like, were the what drugs were the thing? Uh, actually, surprisingly, every like a lot, like no, like uh, I did a lot of coke. Yeah, because that then I led into finally getting a job at Applebee's. So like it was like that was like your rehab. Applebee's. Yeah. Well, no, that's where actually the Coke started. Uh, Restaurants are the, the worst. They're the worst. And but started there was like it was just weed, and then it went into like X and acid. So, yeah, a lot of acid. Yeah, we would go. I remember that, uh, we went to a widespread panic concert, just a parking lot to get acid. And this, it's like just like I'm just lucky I'm not dead because we just went into like some dude's van. <laughs> And you just like my buddy just goes in, and I walk around the corner like eight seconds later, like, and he he's like, "This dude's cool. I've known him." And you're like, "You've been here eight seconds longer than me." Like, 
And he's like, just stick your tongue out. And then we just stick our tongue out and he just puts like three drops on it. Yeah. So then we drive away. And oh, you know what? We I, we picked up this. We met this guy there. Yeah. This kid named Nash. Yeah. Uh, but his real name's not Nash. I think he literally just whatever town he goes to, he just takes the beginning of it. So he was in Nashville, <laughs> and he just makes up like he was like, my name's Nash, and yeah. it wasn't yeah. his name. But he said he he was like telling us that he's been doing acid forever and like he's a pro at it. Yeah. So we're like, you know, you take it, you're driving, you're like that stuff's not going to work or whatever. Yeah. And then, uh, then I then we stop at my buddy that worked at a pizza place. We stopped there. We like, told him we took it. We're like, it's not really working. I don't know if it's going to kick in. And that's when we see Nash run and just jump over the hood of my car, like. And he he's like, I think I feel something. You're like, do you? It's just a dude we don't know. We just met like a few hours ago. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so then we go and we go to. I was we were friends with a girl, and I think I was dating a girl that worked at Hooters. Yeah. So we go to we get to Hooters and that's when it like really starts kicking in. So my uh, one buddy John Paul is like, I gotta go. I'm gonna go into Hooters because he was like, I'm the only one that can hand. We can't all walk in because right. we look like in nut jobs. <laughs> so then I'm standing out by my car and then I think my car is rolling backwards. Yeah. So I start just grabbing the back end of my car and I'm just trying to hold it from rolling and it's not moving. Yeah. And like people are just coming out of Hooters and I'm just holding on to the back of a car that's going nowhere that's in park and no one's even in the, like yeah. it just looks like i'm a and psycho and you're sweating trying to sweating just holding on to this yeah, car like yeah. and then we go back to uh the apartment that we had that we just trashed uh you know i, I mean just terror we go back there and then i remember like these girls is came nash in. still with you nash is still there yeah. he hung out the whole time nash, so we come back and these girls come over that would, they went to like another Christian school. Yeah. And so we're like all on acid and we're like, we don't know what's going on. Then Nash just gets up off the couch and just takes off running out the door. And he's going, he's like, I'm freaking out, man. And yeah. he just starts running. So we have to go try to find him, this dude we just met. <laughs> and then this girl that's in the Christian, I remember she comes up to me and starts telling me how she took acid once uh, swimming with sharks. Which I'm just like, what? <laughs> like, you're like, you know, 17 at a Christian school. Like, there's no way. Yeah. Like, you could just do that. Yeah, right. And so we, they, uh, na- they find Nash in like some corner of uh, the building of the apartment complex. And he's just freaking out. Just, dude. Yeah. And then we think he's going to, I don't know. We thought he was going to die. And then we were just sitting there like, if he dies, we should just leave him out there. We don't know him. Like, you know, we don't know him like for real. Like, I don't even know who to call. Yeah. He said he was good on acid. It's like, who lies? Even, yeah. That, yeah, he's good. He should pay for that. Yeah, and he didn't even. It's not even his real name. That's it. As is like it was like twelve dollars too. Like yeah. it's it's a crazy drug. That's crazy. Twelve dollars. How long were you up for though? Like twelve hours. Uh, yeah. I mean, into the, like the next morning. Mm-hmm. I remember la- we like I remember laughing at him at one point because like he thought his hand was like coming off, and we were like, it just all like Nash. <laughs> Nash was like a huge. I don't know where he's at now. I wish I'd like to find him. Uh, <laughs> he's listening. Yeah, well, there's always those guys that pop in and you're like, and what else? Do he's just a complete freak? And he just, if you know anybody uh, with the first name of whatever town you're in, there's a good chance yeah, that guy could be Nash. If you follow the guy through three cities and he's changed his name everywhere, everywhere he, goes. he goes, that's probably this that's guy. Prob- there's a good chance. It's oh that dude. man, I remember dudes like that where you're like, what happened to that guy? Yeah, Where's they're that just. Guy? That, that was a whole like and we and that was like oh this is like their job those guys they just showed yeah. up and they're yeah, okay that's it dude we picked up a guy once me and my brother were driving to a Grateful Dead concert and this guy was a little evil hippie 
like, you know, we picked him up. He was hitchhiking. We could tell he was going to the concert. So we gave him a ride. And we get to the hotel. He's like, can I stay at your hotel room? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> All right. You know, so they don't ever care to ask. Like they don't. They have no boundaries. Yeah. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, he's like, he's t- he's ripping up match. You know, the paper matches. Yeah. He's ripping them up into little squares. I'm mm-hmm. like, what are you doing? He's going, I'm selling acid. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> he's just guy. He's gonna go rip off hippies yeah. and sell them pieces of cardboard yeah. and acid. I'm like, oh, you're a bad guy. You're not one of That's the good the, guys. You could sell acid too because it takes so long. Oh yeah. That, you I mean, can, you could be like another state <laughs> before that person will ever and then even if it doesn't work you're thinking like even the next day you're like eh, it could kick in yeah like any moment <laughs> i took some once a paper that was just paper yeah you're still like if it's you're just gonna kick waiting. in one day yeah. like 20, <laughs> 20 it's like ridiculous acid like 25 years later it's like oh, that stuff wow <laughs> it was really good wow long wait yeah yeah that guy should charge more <laughs> Yeah, it's a surprise. Yeah, this will kick in when you are way done with doing drugs. Yeah, I mean, you're yeah, sober you're for three so, years. Yeah. <laughs> your life's better. You probably yeah. have a kid. Boom. Boom. Just, you're you tripping. don't even know. So Applebee's, though, I don't know. That's a corporate chain. So you had to wear yeah. the apron, the hat. Do you have to wear a hat? Yeah, yeah. I'm fine with all that. You are? Yeah. What do you mean you're fine with it? You know, in retrospect? Like, cool. yeah. Oh, yeah. You wouldn't do it like, now. Uh, I mean, I hope. I mean, you know, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see if I don't have to do it now. I hope not. But uh, was, yeah, it was just what you did. And it was what you worked at Applebee's, and then and you like the food out. there. Yeah, I still go to Applebee's quite a bit. I go to like I'm the worst when people come visit New York. They're like, yeah. "Where should we go eat?" And I'll literally be like, "There's an Applebee's in Times Square." <laughs> That's like it's right in the heart of things. If you want it, they have like a cool window that you can see. You don't take people to Applebee's. I have taken. I mean, you know, I don't know. What, what do you like about Applebee's? Just because it's consistent, you know? Or you it's what I know. It's yeah. It's what it is. It's and not, Mountain Dew, some yeah. weird thing. I have a Diet Mountain Dew. Diet Mountain, Mountain Dew. Dew. I you grew up with Mountain Dew? Uh, not, yeah, but not crazy. Mellow Yellow. Mellow Yellow, that was we it? We drank that, yeah, but then I started drinking diet drinks, so I'm like, like that's sugar, it's like too much sugar. And you married the girl that you met at Applebee's? Uh, yep, she was at my 21st birthday. That's so, when you met her? Yep, and that's when I met her. And you've been with her, how old are you now? 30, I just turned 33. What does she do? She uh, works, she's like, I think it's some like event planning for some you think? corporation. You think? No, it's clear. like she sets up, I don't know exactly, I couldn't tell you the name of it. Yeah. But it's like she sets up like yeah. corporate event, like so sure. they have corporate outings. Did she ever hire your dad? She has not. They hired a magician though. She tried to hire, she was going to do a show at Caroline's. Uh-huh. And it didn't, uh, but it didn't happen. And you guys are still getting along good? Yeah, she's uh, pregnant, so. Get the fuck out yeah. of here. And you're prepared for that? I think so. I am. I am. Uh, I'm ready. I wouldn't have been ready a few years. Like, I was worried. I didn't want to get pregnant because I wanted to, like, at least, like, know I'm supposed to be doing comedy, even though I still, like, question it. But, like, I made, at least made money, like, some money this year, enough to be like, all right, like, it, hopefully this yeah. is going, like, I can make a living. Well, that this. makes you different. It seems like you grew up with a pretty good environment and, you know, family's important. Like, you know, I don't, I don't have any kids. I don't know how the hell that happened. You got to make that happen. Yeah, <laughs> it's got to be something you want to do. It's I do I do yeah I do want to I do want a kid. You know what's too is like I know uh, I talked I'm friends with Big J. And he was telling me once like a few years ago like I I would always be able to be a comic whether it has to be like if I have to just go on cruises ships for the rest of my life. It's like I can you know it's at least I've done it enough to be like if I you know if for some reason my dream doesn't happen like I can go do all this other. Oh, yeah, oh, you, oh, you mean yeah. just be a, a nuts and bolts comic that's capable of... That just does the road and no one cares about 
Wait, and it's just miserable. You've, you've sort of integrated that into the possibilities? I at least have hit the point that I can go that I've at least built one hour up. That's so, completely clean. Yeah. So I have that one hour. So I but, could just ride it to my grave. If I don't want to at all. Right. But, it, at least I have the comfort. But of, but still, it's like you're, you're approaching comedy. It's like, well, this is a business. You know, if I don't uh, become like, what's what's the dream to become the uh, Brian Regan? I mean, that would, yeah, that would be a dream. I was, I mean, and this is like in, the dream, like ultimate yeah. is like Seinfeld's. Right. I like like Seinfeld, like even Kevin James, like that, or that right, sitcom right, right. route, Romano. Like, right. That would be uh, the ultimate dream for me. And, you know. So, like, if I'm going to still, obviously, I want to do that, and that's my route. But for, I don't know. I like to, I don't, I don't like to, uh, I don't know. I don't like to, like, dream too crazy. I've had, like, I've learned that's early not, that's on. That's not crazy. Yeah. I, I mean, learned, that's reasonable, but I think what's more interesting is that, yeah, as a backup plan, it's still comedy. You know, there's yeah. part of you that, you know, you've got, the first backup plan is, like, I can do boats. Yeah. I can <laughs> do know? cruise ships. I could play anywhere. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. And then the the, the plan C is... Back to Applebee's. I, well, I'd probably go to like FedEx. <laughs> I worked at FedEx too. I what, drove for trucks. the benefits. Uh, no, I just like driving trucks. I like being uh, at FedEx. Was like I liked it because you you could be done at any like you knew what you had to do. Like you would look in my truck. I knew how many boxes I had. So how fast I wanted this date in was up to me. You <laughs> yeah, know, like yeah. if you want to take forever, even when I I delivered appliances. Uh, mattresses, but it's like you knew what you had. Some days end at ten in the morning. So, but it didn't matter to your boss. It's like the truck's loaded. That's your ship for the yep. day, and you could be like, "Well, I got two hours. Yeah, I think I'll go to the movies if you want it." Yeah, yeah. I like. Yeah, it's it's even though you're just, working for someone, it's you still have some freedom. Yeah, you just plan around the boxes. You got to yeah. chart your course. Whatever you want to do. Yeah, if I want if I need it to get you know if I got to hurry up, I'll <laughs> hurry up. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, that that makes sense. So FedEx is the plan. I like an C. end in sight. Yeah, you know. and inside, and also you can see a break between like, well, those two boxes go, they're only a mile away from each they're other. close to each other. Yeah. <laughs> I delivered, we, we delivered in New Jersey one time, and I uh, yeah. that I blew them away with how fast I was delivering <laughs> FedEx they in didn't New want Jersey. I've work. never been in New Jersey. Yeah. They but, tried to get me to come back a lot, like after I quit. Really? Like during Christmas. Like oh, they were, yeah. Because you were the guy? I mean, I was just crushing it. But you know? but, but during like, you know, a standard work week where there are other guys who were like, hey, slow down, asshole. I mean, you pace in, yourself, will you? Well, I would, a lot of it was like temp stuff. I think in Jersey, though, that time I went to Jersey. What do you I, mean? What, you were talking like you were stationed there. No, no, no. I was in Queens. All, uh, I mean, Brooklyn. Delivering. In, uh, yeah, right so outside Williamsburg. Is, so when you, I first started when I moved to so New York. When you were doing comedy, though, already? I was barking at the Boston. And then, so I would be there at seven and then I would go like deliver, you know, from like seven in the morning to 10 or even after. And I did that for a while and then eventually that got too much. So I just changed to like, you know, those uh, jobs you get in college where you just load the trucks. I'm not delivering now. Right. I would do that from like five in the morning to like 10 in the morning. So then when I was at the Boston, I would just stay up all night and then go right into FedEx and then go home and go to sleep at 10 in the morning. What let's let's go back to where where did you first do comedy? Uh, well, I started in Chicago. How'd that happen? Because my buddy, when we were reading water meters, 
uh, he wanted to do improv at Second City. Yeah. And then I was like, I've always kind of wanted to do comedy, so I'll move to Chicago with you. Like, he was just like, let's just move to Chicago. So you guys were just driving around in a truck doing water meters? and Just reading water meters. That you were, a couple but of you were partners? No, he. we just worked together. We'd, you have your own route right. when you read water meters. So he, he said, I'm going to Chicago, and you're like, I got nothing. Yeah. Well, another and yeah, another friend said, like, oh, there's another guy that kind of wants to go, and then uh, we both just- But you'd never done you know, stand-up before. I have not. First time was just Chicago. And how that how that all worked out? I, so you get to Chicago, you get a job. <clears throat> I yeah, I we uh, we didn't work there at the beginning, and then I took uh, some improv at Second City. I didn't really care for that, and Why? I signed up because it's like I don't like. I don't know. I feel like I don't want it. Like if I think I'm funny or something, I don't want someone else to like ruin it. You know, <laughs> like I, I the one thing I love about watching improv is I like watching the one. There's one always one person that just ruins. Like when you see something going so good. And then you just see someone coming up, like I cannot wait till this person comes, and they are just gonna, like, like you see everybody just nailing everything. It's like <clears throat> it's all going great, yeah. and then someone just comes and just ruins <laughs> the whole idea that they're doing. Just says no or something like, yeah. and it's and no, just could be it, or just a bad joke, yeah. Yeah, just yeah. a bad joke, <laughs> just ends it. And they've been waiting the whole time, the to whole jump time in. to jump in, just sitting there. You see people trying to cut them off. <laughs> Because they're like, we should just, you know, this person's going to ruin this. And so they just keep going and they just they're come just, in. They try nice... to get as much in as they can before yeah. he comes in and ruins it. So do you work at uh, the airport? No, I don't. All right. Uh, and that's like it. Like it could be that easy. Like they could just end it. Isn't that a rule though? You can't say no? You're not supposed to, but the ones that are not good. <laughs> they're well, going to go ahead. Like I don't work at the airport. No, I don't. You want to try again? Why would I work at the airport? I don't live near an airport. And then, like, and everybody's just out. Everybody's Everyone's out. Everyone's baffled. He's just fucking. <laughs> yeah, like, the whole thing is over. <laughs> that's and that's all you know. That's improv. How many times? Yeah. Yeah. How many times that could happen? Yeah. So you so, so you didn't like working with other <clears throat> people, I, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I didn't like you know, and so then I took a stand up class. You did? Yeah. Who taught that? Uh, this guy Jim Ralph, like Comedy College. Oh, I don't know that. It's in Chicago. Yeah, and it and, helped. Uh, it just made you, it helped with the fact that I didn't know what to do. Yeah. So, and it, it puts you with people that are just starting to, so you don't just have to go to an open mic and like, right. you know, be trashed on by some, com I don't, not that comics would do that. Well, comics no, I, I used to thing. like be like a kind of weird about comedy classes cause I, you know, I come from this and you know, I didn't take one. Yeah. And, uh, you know, but I think that in all honesty, you know, to get that first five minutes together and to be able to do it for your class and work, to, you know, yeah, yeah. Probably, it probably it's helps It's supportive. Out. I mean, it's like there's rooms that are like, there's open mics that you go to that are all very supportive and they all stay and they all... Right. So it's like, it's no different there's than no that. audience But you wouldn't there. know, yeah. when I went there, I, I didn't even know like anything about stand-up. You watched it. I mean, a little, like I knew like, uh, like Seinfeld and Cosby and Sinbad, like any big people. I didn't grow up like watching like... You weren't any, a comedy guy? No, I, I was not. I mean, I like comedy, and I was like funny, but I never, I never knew you could do it as a job. I never right. even thought about that. Right. You know. Yeah. Even though my dad was doing magic, he's like, I didn't, I just didn't know. I just didn't pay attention. I guess. To, what were you doing? Sports? Or uh, drugs a or? little bit. No, not doing drugs. Uh, no, nothing. I don't know. I just, just don't pay. I don't pay attention to stuff. <laughs> I don't. I don't pay attention to nothing at all. So like, when did you get the bug? When did you know that you're like, fuck, I gotta. I. <clears throat> so I just started doing it in Chicago, and it just happened very quick. Yeah, and I started taking the class, and then you—it uh, was slow at the beginning. Then we started doing open mics, and then 
you go from there. Then I, uh, another, then I moved, I was going to, I was there two years and I was like another guy, Sven Wexler. I don't know if he's doing comedy anymore. He wanted to move to New York. So I went home for like four months, delivered some mattresses, made a little extra money. Mattresses. Yeah. yeah. I could always go back to a delivery job. And, you got to work um, with another guy for that though. Yeah. Yeah. He, has, he had his own business. So you were just in the truck with that guy? Yeah. You didn't get so to drive? I did sometimes. Yeah. I drove one guy that didn't have his license, so he would always drive, and then if we had to go to a checkpoint, then I would have to switch places with, like, on the interstate, because he has no license and been arrested, like, he's been shot in the face at some point, like, so just like, I mean, God knows what's going to happen if they find out he's driving. So You're I, part of it. I'm just part, so, I, like, in the middle of the interstate, we just have to get up and, like, switch <laughs> places as we're driving down the interstate, and I just pull up, like, hey... <laughs> Yeah, I've been driving for ugh, all night, it feels like. like <laughs> you actually had to put on a show? Yeah. You probably didn't have to, but you, you thought you... <laughs> you know, just really sell it. But yeah, you're spending all that time in the, in the truck, don't you fucking have to listen to their stories? and? Yeah, you just... Uh, well, you would. Yeah, yeah. You, just, you just talk. And, yeah. I mean, I don't, you know, you're, truck, you're truck drivers, dude. You just... We're delivering stuff like... Yeah, you're, you're out just there talking about living the, the dream. <laughs> You're just living the dream. Uh, I, just, I just, I can't like picture those long periods of silence and just sort of like, yeah, it's come. But sometimes it gets comfortable. If you've been no, working like with a guy for a while, but right. even the silence, even like, <clears throat> you think about it, you're you got like, the radio on, though. Yeah, probably. yeah. But you think about the then, silence. Then, you're then, like, it's weird. Yeah. <laughs> and then know? someone goes like, "This song's great. You remember when this yeah. came out? Yeah. And then, yeah. then it leads to a story." And leads to yeah, yeah. yeah leads <laughs> what happened to your face? What happened? Hey, what about that shot thing? You wanted to take tell that story again? Like when you got shot in the face? <laughs> like how many times did you hear that story? Uh, a good bit. He was like a drug dealer. He got shot like point blank. Really? Uh, yeah. Did it fuck his face up? No, nah, he had like a scar. He was uh, a lunatic. Yeah. That dude was like he. Uh, but you know what? He was a good guy. Yeah. But he was just like a. He could do anything. Could fix cars. Fix anything. I je- I'm always jealous of those guys. Those are the perfect, like, there was a guy that I worked with at the water company that was, like, a, a redneck dude that uh, once, when uh, 9-11 happened and the planes left from uh, Massachusetts, they were, like, the planes Boston, came out of Boston, yeah. and then he asked, like, are we friends with Boston? <laughs> so he didn't even realize, like, it was, like, it was just the most insane, like, thing to, like, how does ask. This, how does the state feel about Boston? <laughs> like, yeah, like, are we... Are they like, are, no, I'm not the state. America. Is yeah. America cool with Boston? <laughs> like, Boston's its own country. So is... Are, are you... Are they fine? Uh, so he's that guy. Yeah. But he... If you have a pregnant cow, guess who you're going to call? <laughs> that guy. You're going to call that guy. <laughs> that guy's going to do a lot of stuff for you that you don't want to go do. Yeah, you can't It's a perfect balance. Like, he's a good... He's the best. Uh, he could birth cows, huh? Yeah, it's what he does. <laughs> Does it, you know? Fix the car. Does it, and probably goes eat. Yeah. Like, he goes and eat. Like, he doesn't, that would wreck my whole day. Like, oh, God, just seeing it. Just probably... seeing it, you're like, your whole day is just shot. <laughs> yeah. You're like. I gotta lay down. Yeah. That was too much. Yeah, just, <laughs> I can't even, you just picture it, and he just goes and eat. Yeah, yeah. He goes to work, goes does what you he does. Did you grow up around animals? No, no, no. Oh, God. All right, so you you moved to New York and you got yeah. this dream and you got this chick that you married already. No, no, no. We lived uh, long distance for like four years. Wow. And then she came. I was in New York, so I was in Chicago, then New York for two years, and then we got. Uh, and that's when I was at like working at the. I was at the Boston, 
So you were like, so you'd go down there and you'd hand out flyers. I was handing out flyers. That was uh, how much know. time did you have at that time? I mean, you had you oh, done? Oh, I five minutes. That's yeah. where I got. That's where I think I learned. Like I, uh, some someone ever asked, but like the young comics. But I always say I think it's important to get a good five minutes to learn how to like murder, like to learn what it like sounds like to really destroy. Absolutely. So you can have that in your head, so you can always be like, I got to get back. Because then I started having trouble following my own five minutes because the first five was so tight. Yeah. That I was like, oh, these are the other jokes. You're gonna have to move it's that a to the end. Complete drop off. So <laughs> yeah. now you got to switch stuff. So you yeah. learn how to like, yeah, try no, to weave stuff. In and I don't out. know that people. Sometimes, if you depend where you come up, like if you come up in New York, you got to punch. You know, you. I mean, you've got to. You got to do it. Yeah, yeah. And now uh, there's a lot of these, you know, comedy comic run rooms and a lot of rooms that don't even have like real audience members. Yeah. You don't even know what they're doing there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, someone brought them yeah. to get on stage yeah. and that shit. And like I just wonder because I just remembered the first seven or eight minutes where it's like the opening's got to fucking kill and that second joke's got to yeah. kill and everything's got to fucking every joke's got to fucking kill. The opening was like too like the opening is like has to like I got you, oh, yeah. you, you got to get be, in. It's got to be very fast too. Got to get and in. Get them and then just like, okay. And just yeah. Gotta, okay. I'm in. And 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 they can sense. I mean, I can tell now that I've done it longer. Is that like. Uh, I can go slower up top because I know where I can, uh, you know, you can like, I can get you if yeah. I have to get you, and uh, which I mean I have to get, <laughs> but they so but like then it was like I mean I had to do the best. Oh, I listen, if I listen to tapes of myself from when I started, the pace you're going and the the, uh, the intensity of that first fucking joke, yeah. like you just gotta you gotta hit it because that's your doorway. Yeah, if that thing doesn't hit, you're like oh now we're in trouble. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I've been out here 45 seconds, yeah. and I'm in trouble. Yeah, it's already not going good. <laughs> that quick. It's already... I've only got seven you know more quick jokes. That is? There's not even a job. You couldn't even... If you walked into your job and murdered someone, it would take longer than 45 seconds to people to realize what's going on and stop liking you. Like, that's how quick... People cannot like you on stage. <laughs> it takes a couple minutes. Like, what just happened? Dude, wait, did he has a gun? Does Billy, the guy I like, have a gun? And then it would be longer. Yeah, yeah. I could walk in on stage in front of those same people, and they would hate me so much oh, faster. Oh, forty-five seconds. Yeah, you'd hear gunshots down the hall. <laughs> Something's happening. Is that firecracker? <laughs> Is that what's going? And, and you know, like some people in comedy, you're not even on the stage. Like, I hate this guy's face before they even, so he's not even there yet. Oh, he's just the vibe. Yeah. As, as they bring him as up. As like, up. Nah, nah. Guy could not even be going up. He'd be like, I was just going to the bathroom. And they're like, <laughs> yeah, well, I hate you. Yeah. Like, it, it's just. It's so fucking true. Just that, yeah, sometimes you sense that fear in their eye. No, they're. F I mean, sometimes I see that now and it's just sort of like. I don't know what to say, you know, like, uh, because now everybody's, you know, there's so many confident, like we all pretend to be confident because you have to be. Yeah. Right. And then you got these guys who are like, oh yeah, I fucking kill. And you're like, all right, great. Uh, I'm going to take a look, you know? They don't kill. And, and they get up there and it's just like fear, just like, uh -huh. just like thinly veiled fear and panicky jokes. That, like, yeah. That's when, like, that's what I would say, like when you have to learn to murder, because I would hear people come off. So they're what they always heard that they've done on stage is not oh, no. doing good. No. So like they'd come off and you'd be like we're about to go like dude I you know this crowd I didn't do and like right before you say it they're like that was unbelievable and then you're like yeah that was all right that was great man you did really good up there like I didn't know how to, like you're like are you insane like are you not even like sort of do you have headphones Listening? on or like what is going on well, that you thought. But that's the difference between like you being a real comic and some guy is probably not doing it anymore. Yeah, that goes <laughs> and he's driving a truck. 
and that will one day come <laughs> yeah, to me and go, Tell him the, I should do comedy. Yeah, right. Did you? Yeah, All yeah, right. Yeah. 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 Twice in New York. Like, holy twice. shit, I saw you. Did you? You're the guy who got off and thought he killed. Yeah. And get they anywhere. Come, yeah. Twice. <laughs> That's what you're thinking. And then he goes, yeah, crushed twice in New York. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Still, he still thinks he did. I remember you. Yeah, yeah. of course. That he's, yeah. he's able to hold on to that. Yeah. I fucking hate that. That you've been doing it long enough to where you hear the guy that's on before you. And even though, you know, you're a different guy, you're like, oh, that's their limit. That, you know, you yeah. hear the audience, you're like, that's that's who they are. Yeah. So, like, and you just naturally temper yourself <laughs> for that shit. Yeah. Yeah. Do you still do, do, you do that? You know what Like I'm the about? audience? Like, yeah, yeah. Like where you just, just, you're listening to the audience yeah, yeah. Re- reacting, and you can almost, like, just innately tell, like, oh, that, that side's a, yeah, though that table's going to be a fucking problem. Oh, I've picked a guy up when the, he had one foot in the door when, to yeah, a right. comedy club. Me too. And I go, that guy's going to be a situation. Yeah. And, it, and I went on stage, and then he was, and I was like, dude, I was so happy because I go, buddy, you don't even know. Like, I said literally probably an hour ago that you were going to be a problem, and you're a problem. Like, how unbelievable is that, that I could call? You You didn't have both feet in the door, and I could tell that you're like a, like you're just going to be loud, you're going to be obnoxious, and it was- uh, Usually it's a few guys. It was one guy. You're there's one like guy a, with, uh, but it was a, it was like two couples. Yeah. But uh, the one of the couples bailed on the, that couple because they were embarrassed, and it, it was at uh, Eastville Comedy, and they there was almost a fight. And that place has got tile floors, and it's horrible. I mean, it's not like I like Mark going to the clubs, okay, but the sound bounces around in there, yeah, so like, yeah. You, you can hear everything. Like if anyone says anyone anything in there, you can hear them. The weekends there, though, that's like, I mean, that's I think one of the best. It's a great room because it's got yeah. the low ceilings and, you know, the, and it gets intimate. real. New, it gets real New Yorkers. Like, it's not right. really tourist. It's all, like, real. Yeah, when he first opened that, I played that. But I did notice the tile floors. I'm really sensitive yeah, yeah. about sound. You, you know, like, I I don't like having to fight the sound situation. Yeah, yeah. Like, sometimes when I'm at clubs, I will fucking just blow. Like, when you get on stage and the mic's sorting out, and you're like, yeah, oh, you guys need one thing. Oh, dude. One thing to work. Oh. For... <laughs> It just I mean, baffles yeah. me. It the mic me stand, away. fucking all these broken mic stands everywhere. Yeah, you know, like you know, like the, the, when the stand comes off, yeah. I'm like, Are you fucking. And then they're like, we don't got another one. How can you not have another one? You should have five of these. Yeah, I could go find some for you. <laughs> I'll buy like you they... one. I bought one. Where are the? See right there. The only yeah. reason I bought that mic stand just to know how much it cost and to have it there because that's all that that thing cost me. And that's like, it's a regular straight mic stand. I put the boom on there in case I have to mic a guitar. Yeah. But like, I just bought it to hold it and to say like, this was $30. That's insane. That's all it fucking takes to yeah. get the right kind of equipment. Anyways. The sound makes me, sound makes me, uh, New York uh, comedy clubs, like like the, oh, that's, some days oh, sound, no. where you're just like, I remember dude, where- just you're like the place is already like it's it sounds like you're talking through a boom box yeah right and it's Still, a good room too no it's a fine yeah. room and then there was a while there where the fucking top of the mic was off yeah. like it was just like raw wires just or something what it is yeah it's fine everybody's fine with it <laughs> no one like you don't no one even kind of like is like you know yeah we don't have a comedy union for that stuff no. we should yeah we should be like we're gonna yeah. go around and check everybody if those mics are a hundred dollars they're a hundred fucking dollars for oh. a Shure 58 easy fucking ridiculous just, and ruin ruins the show like you just go it ruined it ruined my time it ruined their time yeah and it's just an easy fix and yeah, you're just and no like one's doing, yeah, no one even yeah i don't know what to do i don't tell anybody no one else i guess tells <laughs> no anybody says anything. nobody says anything to anybody we <laughs> all just walk out furious <laughs> and then we just call another why? comic and they go i don't know yeah, that's yeah. why you know what are you gonna do and we're having this conversation now and i haven't been to the new york comedy club in 12 years it hasn't even it's it's probably 
It's it might a good, and that's what it does sucks because that room is so good. Like there's a lot so of good, good rooms, like yeah. like Eastville. Like I want to make sure I don't say anything bad about it because I think that guy did a great thing. Oh man, that's because like favorites. you know he opened a club, you know, in that area. Yeah. And, you know, it's hard in New York yep. for a guy just to go, I'm going to open a room and it's a fucking sweet room and, you know, they treat comics pretty well and it's an intimate and you can get work done in there. Yeah. But that sometimes, like, at the beginning, maybe they fixed it. The sound was bouncing around a little bit. Yeah. They, that's my problem. Yeah. That was a good place to open one because I've seen, I've seen so many people try to open different clubs. But it's a real club, in like, in its own way. And, it, and, yeah. and the thing that he was smart about it was, like, he just asked dudes who were making the rounds on weekends, yeah. like, big dudes. Yeah, you know, just said, just people come by. live over there too. Yeah, and just, just come by, and, like Todd and you know, and yeah, Judah Gaffin and everybody. Yeah, there. yeah, just come by. And like, yeah, yeah, all right, great. We don't care. After a certain point, it's like you spend your whole life trying to perform at the Comedy Cellar, yeah. and then you're finally there, and you're realizing, like, wow, I'm not even get that many spots here, and she's going to treat me like, yeah. <laughs> like I'm still auditioning every uh, time I go in there. I mean, the I, pressure. She didn't put me on until I uh, did an HBO special. Like I couldn't That's fucking, un, yeah. I couldn't eight years. I don't get spots there, and I mean, I couldn't have done more. And I would, and I let her know, like you do that in clubs. Like I'll be like, "Hey, I'm, I'm sorry, like I'm working on this uh, half hour special. <laughs> I think it's supposed to be a big deal. I don't know. I don't really care. Like, yeah. uh, do you care if I run by? And yeah. they're like, oh, yeah, we'll give you five. You're like, oh, it's good. I'll just work. I'll just practice my walking out on stage because that's what you're letting me do. Well, they've got like, their own the, idea of what they're the that with the kind of comedy that you know. I I, I don't shit on. Yeah, I, I like I have a respect for independently owned clubs. I'd much rather you know. After all is said and done, I'd rather deal with a crazy club owner booker yeah, yeah. than deal with the corporatized fucking. Well, they're all just yeah. It's all just I'm, you're mad because I don't get in. Like I it, like if one time if like tomorrow it's like hey you want spots today i'm like you know what i owe everything to you guys yeah. like I'll, I'll just flip like that quick like i'll just you guys you thank them you in your me. oscar speech yeah. yeah you don't even understand like i couldn't have done it without yeah, you <laughs> you might have seen me i've been there five times but those five really because you spend your whole life trying to break the you know crack that uh, nut like i could never get into catch a rising star in new york back in the day come fucking get in you know you can now if you want to no i know uh, there's only one left where is it the, the princeton uh, and there's uh, princeton there's one in uh monticello and oh really one in reno oh yeah that's I like see. seven days mm. so who are your guys who do you hang out with metzger uh I, I i was like always like he was like right above metzger and jay was the guys that but now like that i really like hang out with is like i mean i don't know if you like dan soda joe list uh dustin is still hanging and then like out here is like rory was just you know, yeah he's great yeah sean Patton. Like, yeah sean yeah yeah yeah, yeah like yeah. that was kind of like that's your generation guys. Uh yeah, I would say so. Yeah, Sean, and, they came to New York after me. I've been in New York for it'll be eight years this year. So I've been, I was around before like any like now. There's so many bar shows. There wasn't that many. You had to go. That's why clubs. I went yeah, through the clubs. Started. Yeah, you had to go. Like I was right. at the Boston and I saw everybody come right. to there. So it's like this is what you got to do. It is what you had to. That's do. That's what the clubs mean the most to me. Now you don't have to go to the clubs. Uh, I still think that that training's the best training. I think it's the best training, but you don't have to like to get on stage. You don't have to go. Like, I, no, no, no. I, I get that yeah, now, yeah, yeah. but I think that when you're starting out, to just be not in a supportive room, just oh, to yeah. be in a cold fucking. Horrible, you need to be able to like if there's a fight that yeah, happens, yeah. like just be able to like go pick yeah. the pieces up after. Like no like-minded people. No yeah. one's gonna. You know, they're no. not suspending any disbelief. They or, hate you. Yeah. They uh, and that's New York is so like that. It's like you know they're not. It's not like a warm room. You're never no. walking into like this. after every one comic finishes, you're back to fucking square one. Yeah, and it's like oh god, <laughs> there's no momentum. No, they, nothing. It's like yeah. as soon as like the last guy's done, yeah, yeah. 
This in next guy. Time. All right, let's see what this is. They do it in between jokes sometimes. <laughs> oh, I know. You're like, oh, God, people. Oh, like, that's amazing. Like that's the comic strip. I've never seen, I think I told you, I've never seen more people not get a joke at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> Where you're like, this has worked everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> that's the best in New York. You're like, guys, I don't. I could walk you to other people that like this joke. <laughs> Like I could, we could literally leave I just this went building downtown. The show's yeah. still going. I could that I just well, I, cabs for everybody, and I'm going to introduce you to some people that when you watch me walk up to, they were like, "This guy was like great." <laughs> so why would that be? We're in, we're within a mile, yeah, two miles, and and, and it's just different. <laughs> it's just like it's weird, man. I think I did it normal. Yeah, yeah. Then you're you like, did I miss a word? Right? Yeah. Then I set that up right. Did I forget everything? <laughs> did I tell it backwards? Did I already? Did I do it twice? It, uh, <laughs> I, I started a joke twice once. You did. That's the bad thing about New York is like you go up four if times. You go, yeah. yeah, like that, and then you're just like I don't even know. You yeah. just, I just start it and I wait to see if like there's gonna laugh. Like or if I, you see the I get the first look. laugh. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're like, oh, these guys aren't gonna get. I'll bring it to you, folks. <laughs> like you just start hammered into them the exact same joke. Yeah, and they're just they all heard. confused. They're they, just like, oh. they feel bad for you. It's like yeah. maybe something's gone wrong. Is he all right? Yeah. Why <laughs> yeah. would he say that joke twice? And they don't get it. You're like, ah, oh, just this is like the seventh time I perform. You just say it like they get the comedy scene. Right. They don't know what that means. Like yeah. they're like, there's seven other clubs. <laughs> Because yeah, the guy yeah. that I bought tickets from on the street told me that there's one, and this is where Seinfeld comes every day. So I'm hoping he's next, but instead I got to see a guy tell the joke twice. <laughs> and then they leave disappointed, just walking yeah, past just pictures upset, of people that went mad. Pe- pictures of people that performed there 25 years ago, yeah. going like, I yeah. know that guy. He didn't yeah. come by. I saw, where was he? I uh, was told he was coming by. He's been dead for eight years, yeah, ma'am. <laughs> It's Dennis Wolfberg. Who He's not you? coming. I remember one time they would they would come by and like complain. They're like, Dane Cook is not coming by. And this is like when you put, you're like, yeah, he's doing like Madison Square Garden. Like I don't <laughs> yeah, like. But, did you? But it's not a stretch. It's not in straight. I agree with you. It's not a stretch. But it just seems like it just to us. You're like, what? I've been surprised by people who drop by comedy clubs, but not completely ever really. But like, it's always weird to see Seinfeld in a small club. Yeah, yeah. You're like, oh, he's, he's a real person. He's, he's like, my. Uh, really favorite yeah that's like, interesting well like not uh, it's changed like since I got into comedy I'm not judging it's just like no no, no I'm fine with it. like yeah. uh, it was he was like my guy like I watched comedian I watched all Sein- I still watch Seinfeld uh, and then Brian Regan was the first Brian Regan was the first one that I didn't realize someone could be that funny and you just that the world doesn't know him how funny is that fucking guy? It's, I mean, it's like, uh, can't, it's, he's insane. So he was like, then that moved to him. Yeah. It all changes, you know? And yeah, then sure. you go. You, well, you start like, appreciating people for different reasons yeah. as you get older. I'm a big Burr. Like, oh, uh, yeah. Bill's great. And I like Burr because I kind of got to see his, like, I was at his HBO one night stand with him and Patrice. I remember them coming to the Boston and running it. And then I saw like his letter. So I got to see him where he was just, he was a big club guy, but he wasn't like, he, didn't, he is blossom now. blossom into. And I watched him like. The angry yeah. professional that he is now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That goes to now that he's like the comic. Yeah. Like that's even, I mean, you, I remember like seeing you and now you're, that's what I liked about New York was I've got to see uh, all you guys go from where like we, we knew you, you were known, you were the yeah. trench, but you're doing spots. You're probably as furious yeah. As I am, like, yeah. and stuff, but then you're like, all right, I saw a, their path, kind of. Right. And you're like, oh, this thing, wow, that's, yeah. you know, and it's you just different what, stuff. Yeah. You don't know what it's going to be. You don't, and you don't know if it's going to, yeah, if you're going to get another shot, or like, you know, because yeah, um, there's so many guys like Burr, too, where you get that first shot and it don't go. Yeah. And you have know, some people buckle under that, but he just fucking, yeah, I'm going to. What's this? I mean, all you Kevin guys. Kevin Hart? Jesus. Yeah, well, that was crazy. It's a big, I, I didn't, you know what? I didn't see. 
I never saw him in New York. No? He was there with Jay. Yeah. I came like... uh, Him and Jay started together. Yeah, him and Jay. I came after... Mike Vecchione was another one that my buddies... Like... uh, but he, I was like a year after Mike, so like you know, probably like five years, six years after Jay mm-hmm. when I got there. So, but Shit. those, yeah, they was like they popped off quick. You know? So you do boats? I have, like I've done them. I, uh, I don't try. Like I have a, I, I won the, I co-won the Boston Comedy Festival, and uh, you co-won it. Yeah, the fuck is that? I don't know. This dude, me and this dude, Celine, won and our co-won, and uh, yeah. all the prizes is. is uh, get a cruise agent, set your career back five years, basically. That's, like, that's your prize? You get a No, cruise. you win like money, and then now I got a cruise agent. You're like, oh, now I got this in my, now I got to, now I have and to like. Now, why, you'd be better off not having that opportunity. At least, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, it's like, a, you make like three grand. No, I know. Like, like now that you days. have one, and they're, yeah. you're like, I don't want to do a boat. It's like three grand. All right, yeah, it's like three you. grand. You're like, when Where is do it? I go? Like, I don't know. Is it, I don't, you know. I'm not doing carnival, all <laughs> right? I draw the line. I got, <laughs> and then that's all that I can get is carnival now. <laughs> they, I don't, uh, I haven't done one. I've done probably f- three or four. And have they been good? Uh, they're not terrible. I mean, they're like, you know, it's like playing It in gets Texas. a bad rap, but it's really just about uh, being clean. It's like clean. 500. It's about being clean. Like, it's that idea when everybody's like, you can't do what, like, what are you doing really that you can't? You, they let you do a dirty show. You have to do the clean show is, uh, they have kids there. That's terrible. Because it's just kids there. You can't win. Yeah. They I sit mean, in the front not, row not and they're, get you. yeah. And they're just not enjoying it, and yeah. there's nothing right. that they get. And then, but the dirty shows are—I uh, mean, it's like 500 people. So they do—they actually have shows that you can cut <clears throat> loose on. Do whatever you want, yeah. And people. And did you, you see know. any pretty places? Uh, actually, I've only done Carnival, and we just went to like Mexico, yeah. Key West. Yeah. So you would get out and like go do it. Like it's not—you know—it's the bad part is like the internet. There's no internet. There's no like you can't talk to him. Like you just feel like. You're gone. Like you were, you're gonna come back, and they're like, you know, they had a show like made for you, and but they, you know, it was last week. They couldn't get a hold of you because you're on a boat. So yeah, your one shot is gone. Yeah, now. So you might want to book some more boats. Yeah, is that three grand good though? Do you feel good about three grand? Look at that. Are you happy because you're on water for a while? (laughs) That's the one I did. Uh, I think I I told you when I uh, one of them didn't go well. Because they've been to every show and they saw, they've seen all my material. Right. I had, I was doing like an hour and a half and I just had to tell them, I was like, that's all I've got, guys. Yeah. I don't know. And I just did, I was like, let's well, just the, see the, how the, far back the, we can get in crowd work. The third show in or what? Yeah. Because yeah. they, they came to the clean and the dirty and then the other dirty. And I was going to that show and it's easier, like you're on an elevator in the ocean, which right. feels like you've made it. Like it just feels like you're like, <laughs> I'm in an elevator in the ocean. If I was in a book. And someone didn't know. They'd be like, "Whoa, this guy's got money." Yeah. And uh, and then this guy starts just right before I'm going out of the elevator. It's just he's talking to a woman over me. Yeah. And then says, uh, "Just was like, man." He goes, "That first guy, because there's two comedy acts." Yeah. He was like, "That first guy's unbelievable." He's like, "The second guy's like, he's like half asleep or something." I don't, why would he even be on the boat? And I have my hat on. I'm just in between them, and I just have to accept what they're saying. And then I just get off the elevator, and then I go to the show. Like, whatever, dude. I'll just do the. This show's going to be awesome. First joke I do, see three people leave, and then the second joke I do, just people are staring at me. Like they're not even like, they don't even want to hear it again. Yeah. Like even if they liked the joke, they weren't like, I liked it. I would like to hear it at least one more time. Right. They were just mad, and then they, I go, oh, have y'all seen everything? And all five hundred clapped. It's like we've seen all of it, and I go. That's all. I, I literally. And what'd you do? I just I go. Uh, I started talking to the crowd. <laughs> I said let's just see, and I was just gonna see how far back I can get. I'm not even a crowd work guy. I don't like. How'd it go? 
uh, it was like kind of fun. I made fun of myself a lot, like for doing it. Like a lot I don't of, even lot know of why like, jump off the boat jokes. I don't even know why he's on the boat. That's yeah, what they I say. don't even know <laughs> why. Why would he be here? And then it's like I don't know. I don't know, man. I bombed at my buddy's wedding uh, the other day. Oh, what hell? What the hell happened? I saw I'm you tweet about man. that, right? Okay, so you're the he, best. They man. wanted me to throw jokes in. He goes, throw your joke. I go, it's not going to go good. I go, that's weird. I was like, let me just tell some stories. He's like, ah, just throw a couple of your wife jokes in. And <laughs> I just do it. And as it's going, there's one girl dying laughing. Everybody else is kind of just sitting there. And then the DJ, uh, after I'm in, the, like, I barely even finished the joke. And he just goes, all right, this is the best man Nate Bargetti. We're going to keep it moving. Just cut me <laughs> off. Like, and I just had to, and I'm in the middle of the dance floor. It's like a big dance floor. Yeah, and did I you just, go out there for a toast or to do your I, act? Uh, it's like a toast slash throw some jokes in. Right. Nate's a comedian. I don't even know if everybody even knew I was a comedian. Right. So they just kind of like, yeah. oh, this dude's like, that's weird. That, he's just talking about his wife yeah, for no reason. Just, oh, that's crazy. His wife's not even here and she's pregnant. I don't know why he would make jokes about it. Uh, and then oh, I just have to shit. walk on the dance floor, like just with my it's head down. It's like a down. corporate gig. You yeah. ever do those? Uh, I've never done. That's what I need to get into. If I if like, because corporate gigs pay like the bad, they pay better than cruises. Do you ever try? Did you ever think about trying to you know align yourself with uh, some of the more regional acts that have mm-hmm. accents like you, just for shits and giggles? Uh, I mean, as opposed to do a boat, like maybe get on uh, Ron White's bus or some shit. That would be unbelievable. But uh, no, I don't know. I haven't tried. Like, huh? I'm not like the boat thing. I've literally done four, and I'm no, not know, doing I know, like. Yeah, I know. Uh, I know, but like, once you've done cruises, you have to explain to people like 50 times. We're going to be leaving here. Like, Comics. Hey, for real, dude, like I haven't done like, <laughs> you know what? Like, well, just the boat stuff. Let's just, can you put, could instead you of boat, could we, can I just say corporate? <laughs> and play. then you just plug corporate in there every time we go to a boat. Get an email from you a week later. It's yeah. like, you know, I don't have any real problems with what I said, but the boat shit, I just don't think. You know, dude, that wasn't, I feel like you sandbagged me about the boat stuff. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do uh, your headline then on the road mostly i'm starting yeah that's the the thing now is uh i'm recording like i'm doing go, go bananas i'm recording a cd there my first one oh the then, people love that room that's a good room in cincinnati that's what yeah my i'm worried room. about the old check spot on the cd though really is that a thing do you ever i don't know you know i did uh i did my first cd at stand-up new york for 60 people <laughs> like two months after 9-11 that's good. It was good. It's you know, it's a it's a like it's a timepiece. You know, is it's, it? A, yeah. Is it uh, people crying? No, like the audience just bawling. But it was intense because you you know it, that that shit didn't go away for a year or two. That's yeah. impressive. That's like something like yeah. That's, yeah. Could that be the first recorded? Uh, no, no, I don't think so. I, I can't remember. It was like and it was it was soon enough after where you know I could make jokes about politics, yeah. so it wasn't as heated. I'm, I'm but I know it was like still in the memory, yeah. and. I just had some kid record it, and the stand-up records reissued it. But my my second and third CDs, I did at the worst club in the country. It's not even around anymore. Yeah, at Giggles in Seattle, and that was a place where the guy who owned the place would sell the tickets, make the drinks, <laughs> and serve the drinks, and then do ten minutes. <laughs> oh, that's terrific! And he'd rip you off. Yeah, and it's no longer in business. But I don't know why I went back there twice. So I don't know from check spots. The third one I did it. Uh, I love it that it's the worst. Like, and you, and the worst. you did two. Like you, I know, I know, it was ridiculous. You leave, and you go, I've learned my lesson. No, no. And then, no like I, it was like, in, at the time I did the, the the third one, which was a double CD, like I was in the middle of divorce, I called my guy and I'm like, I don't know what's going to come out of me, but but I got to do it. Yeah. I'll, I'll call Terry up at Giggles. I'm sure he'll let me do it. <laughs> 
it was like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, she's just meet me there with your shit. Yeah. yeah. And we'll just see what happens. We'll tape yeah. four and see what happens. And yeah. sure enough, you know, none of them were full. Uh, yeah. Both of, uh, Outside of my last CD, which I did in Brooklyn at Union Hall, yeah. the, the second and third, like you know, two thirds full. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> that's like that. Yeah, it's like uh, that's the, so many people like when you start in like if you start not in New York, LA, it's like it's 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 a race to get a CD. I don't. I've seen guys. I saw a guy. That There's did, guys I've seen who only have ten minutes. They're like, I'm doing my oh, second yeah. hour. I'm like, what? Do you, where? I don't based even. On what? What? Yeah. Some guy, in, some guy in Atlanta is like, I'm doing my second CD. I'm like, like I don't even know who you are. Ten minutes is uh, him selling his first CD on his second <laughs> CD. Like, hey, <laughs> folks, if you like me after the set, <laughs> I, mean, I got my first CD. I'm gonna have to. When people buy this CD. I feel bad. I'm like, just so if you want to buy a CD, uh, there's one thing different. <laughs> And it was the guy that introduced me. <laughs> no, like, but it's gonna be. Is like, this your first one? Yeah, it's great. Yeah, yeah. All right, buddy. Well, thanks for talking. You feel yeah. good about it. I feel good. Did we already start? No, I'm joking. Oh, I like when people ask start. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, wait, I wanted to wait. Till the <laughs> like, and like when people ask if you have cats, like when it's like they're like, you have cats because I am dying. Like literally, I'm dying. <laughs> like, just, I had Ed Helms in here, and he literally was dying. Yeah, listen, yeah. There's nothing was I could do about it. He gets seriously. I couldn't do anything about it, and I didn't want to. You know, like I needed the, the the interview to be an hour. Yeah, and this poor guy was wheezing. And, <laughs> And people were emailing me. It's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. I'm like, I, you know, I'm not going to get him. How again. long does this interview keep going? You're like, it keeps like they they get in that early to be like, you stopped it, right? No, no, no. I we had to keep going. We did. Yeah. I mean, how how often am I going to be able to get him over here? You know? I, you know, he kept saying I'm okay, but you could audibly hear wheezing. It was, it's really affecting him. <laughs> and I don't even have cats in here. That was my argument. It's like, I, you, you're wrong. Yeah. Because there's no cats have ever been in here. Yeah. They don't come in here. So I don't know. Tell your body to shut yeah, up. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, Nate. Hey, thanks. Hilarious. That guy's hilarious. Buy his record. Comes out September 18th. Nate Bargetze, B-A-R-G-A-T-Z-E. Cracks me up, man. So happy. To be cracked up. That's our show. Uh, go to WTFPod.com for all your WTF pod needs. Kick in a few shekels. Get on that mailing list. I'll send you a little something every week. Get the app. Upgrade to premium. Check the episode guide. Leave some comments. New posters over in the merch department. The uh, the Chicago posters by a cat named... Uh, what's his name? Giuliani's his last name. I love him. I had, that's why I made more of them. Uh, so those are available for 15 bucks. I'll sign them for you. What else? JustCoffee.coop. Just finished a cup. Uh, Magic Bag in Ferndale, right? Yeah. Michigan. September 29th. That's a Detroit area gig. Two shows Saturday. And uh, Riot LA on September 22nd. And uh, I don't know. What's up with you? We good? Okay. Boomy is here. Hey, buddy. What's up? What's up? Give me one more. Huh? Huh? <laughs>